Welcome back to another episode of Organic with OG Adriana, a podcast that explores the intersection of authenticity, mindful consumption, and radical motherfucking healing. Um, I am Adriana, aka OG Adriana, your host, your girl, the person that is going to be guiding you through this crazy journey of a podcast that I am still so thankful that people actually listen to because y'all, I have a lot going on in my brain a lot of the time and coming on this podcast mic and sharing my thoughts with the world is a huge step for me, but it's also like been very therapeutic. So I really appreciate y'all niggas. Um, so not to ramble too much because I have an incredible interview today as the topic of the week, but we will get there. We will get there, honey. So um, just as far as current events, y'all. Um, Oh shit, I'm on the wrong podcast notes. How are we going to talk about current events when we on last week, boo? See, let's breathe and get it together. All right. So as far as current events, right? Um, Honestly, I'm thinking about for the rest of the month, y'all, we going to rename this segment as the Kanye West current events of life, honey, because the man has been on social media still. He's doing a lot. This is the third week now that I'm talking about my man's. Um, Just shout out to Kanye. Um, One of the greatest R&B sampling producers to ever exist, if not the motherfucking greatest, um, an incredible musical genius, a person that definitely needs a lot of mental health help. Damn, I just broke my nail. I'm dead. That needs, that definitely needs a lot of mental health um, like guidance and care and hygiene going on in his life right now. So we are definitely sending prayers up to Kanye. Um, but just to recap y'all, the man has been on a roll. So he deleted all of his, like the other rants that he had been going on, um, emptied his page. Um, you know, he posted that one picture, you know, with the little paper note that said, this is really him. This is really his account. Like he is okay. I guess that was in response to Pete Davidson's, even though I never saw any of the Pete Davidson things. Cause I don't follow him on anything. So yeah, I wouldn't know what that nigga is tweeting or if he's talking about yay or who the fuck he talking about. Right. Sips on some spring water, you know, the vibes. Um, yeah, so he posted that, so Ye posted that picture, um, you know, just saying that the account was actually him and that he was actually the one posting all this stuff. Um, he has since deleted that photo. However, the internet took hold of it and there are several memes with Kanye's, you know, Kanye's social media note, <laughs> which are quite entertaining. Y'all know I'm kind of the unofficial meme queen. I really do love memes. Um, but yeah, honestly, as far as current events, I haven't been paying that much attention, Um, especially when I was creating the, when I was creating this outline for this episode, nigga, I wasn't about to go back and see what the fuck was going on on the news outlets. I wasn't about to go do all that. So I really just kind of wanted to talk about like some, something that was 
that kind of hit my brain. And we're going to talk about this a little bit when we start talking about my week past, but something triggered me to ask the people on my social media um, who are white, like why they follow me, first of all, like what the fuck are they doing in this space, which is a black ass space that I've proclaimed as this black ass space, but also to know kind of, you know, their motivations as white people, you know, walking throughout the world, like whether or not their actions are performative, whether or not, you know, they fetishize black bodies in any way. And I kind of had to clarify to a couple people what it means to actually fetishize black bodies, which is something that I, a black woman, am definitely guilty of. So, um, you know, I kind of had to explain that fetishizing black bodies can be something as simple as, yeah, I prefer black men because, you know, we gonna have mixed, I want to have mixed babies that are beige and have pretty hair and well, quote unquote, pretty hair and quote unquote, pretty or colored eyes. You know how people be talking, the fetishization of beige kids or fetishizing black bodies could be saying, oh, all little black girls are fast. They grow up, but X, Y, and Z, they all sexually amazing you know like i want to be with a black woman because she gives gray head and she's just all these fucking afrocentric things you know those types of things being obsessed with bbc you feel me all of those things are are definitely ways in which we fetishize black bodies so um you know i'm happy to help at some point i am going to start charging white people and non-black folk to um for my education services goddamn but for now, you know, I just kind of wanted to see where y'all's head at. And that kind of brings me into my current events because, nigga, I witnessed a white person who I did my research does not appear to have had any black people in their lives until they started dating a certain black person. But I witnessed this person wearing a certain... <laughs> wearing a certain shirt that had several African-American hairstyles, right? Um, we're not going to disclose where I saw this person or my relation to this person, um, which there's no relation aside from, but yeah, there's no relation. Um, but yeah, it, it brought up the question, right? Um, is First of all, is this person being performative? Like, does she feel like being the only or do they rather feel like being the only white person in a group of all black people, which you knew that you were coming into a group of all black people, were you wearing this shirt to be performative, like to be a performative ass ally who, you know, wants people to know where your heart is and strives so hard for, you know, black people to see you and hear you as this good white, you know, or are you just not that fucking smart? Either way, goddamn, it didn't run me the right way. So it definitely called me to really inquire about the brands of white people who, um, <clears throat> who ingest my content, you know, especially who ingest my content on the regular. There are a lot of non-Black people who find me to be the quote-unquote non-threatening Black. And I'm here to tell y'all, like, nigga, I'm the most threatening Black either. Nigga, I don't agree with Martin Luther King. I do not think that integration was the motherfucking answer. So if that is your perception of me, get that out of your brain. Because nigga, when the race war happens, if you not on the front lines, if you are not on the front lines, like, for real, for real with that action, then my nigga, it's like, it's over for you. I'm just as it would be to our white counterparts. Like, nigga, people, white people look out for each other. Hispanic people look out for each other. Asian people look out for each other. Goddamn. So I am not going to be demonized for doing the same thing for my people, especially, um, 
having the mindset of wanting to really, really save the state of Black folk, goddamn, save the fucking state of the diaspora on a universal level. So I say that to say, I really wanted to pick these niggas' brains. I really wanted to see where it's at because, like, bro, like, I promise, bet not none of y'all, bet, oh, none of y'all bet not come around me with that shit. Bet not none of y'all come around me wearing no motherfucking dashikis. Y'all niggas bet not come around me wearing no fucking black power shirts. Nigga, black lives matter, nigga. I don't fucking care because I'm looking at you side with a side eye, nigga. And it's going to be hard to return from that side eye because I am a no bullshit type of person, especially when it comes to this decolonization work, especially when it comes to not giving a fuck about your white ass and your white ass fragility, my nigga. You better not come around me with that shit. Um, my fucking son's godmother, my one of my best friends on this planet, Rachel, who I've talked about on this podcast, she 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 had she was mindful enough to reach out to me when she was in Target and Rachel I hope you don't mind me sharing this but this is a very valuable this is a very teachable moment for other white people right so she literally texted me while she was on a shopping trip asking if it would be appropriate for her to buy a certain shirt and nigga no it wouldn't be appropriate to buy a shirt that says noir is the new motherfucking black when you are white as shit nigga no there's other ways that you can support and there's other ways to show allyship, but dog, that the whole, oh, I, I just don't like that. Like, I, I just really don't fucking like that. It really grinded my gears. And I hope if any associates of this person who may or may not be listening, like, I hope y'all feel me when I say this, like, nigga, like my life is really some decolonization period shit. Like, my goal is to really live in a society where our kids can go out and be cool and feel comfortable expressing all sides of their blackness without having to worry about the harm that will come to them simply for their blackness and at the hands of white supremacy. You feel me? Like that shit is, I am fucking passionate about that. And I don't give a fuck my nigga. You get y'all friends. Get y'all motherfucking white ass friends and don't bring them around me doing that weird shit. Cause, cause I'm not for it. I'm not for the bullshit, but I'm with all the shits for real. Like I really, really am. Like I don't, nigga, I really like the race war that I keep talking about. Like, nigga, I'm not saying that to be dramatic. I'm not saying that to be, to be theatrical. Like this is something that I believe in my entire heart. Um, is something that will happen that is that will inevitably happen in the name of karma nigga in the name of energy um so this is not anything that i play about or it takes take um take lightly at all <laughs> but moving right lo- right along because that was kind of a long ass rant let me sip some water like literally sip some water um but yeah just to recap really quickly on the last week's episode that was entitled fuck them kids featuring Bree the black sheep aka um the the black bachelorette aka motherfucking brianna shaquelle motherfucking nun um my oldest best 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 friend who i fucking love and i'm just so proud of and i am i just life is so interesting and i love the journey that her and I, her and my relationship has taken, and that conversation is just so dope. We talk about so many things from parenting to dating, to co-parenting, to moving, to blackness, to having differing experiences of um, being affirmed in our blackness in the same motherfucking city. We talked about so many things, and a lot of what we talked about in that conversation are 
real life topics that I live by real life topics that I'm trying to talk about in every conversation like nigga what Carrie Foe said bitch I'm taking calls no small talk nigga no small talk we talking business we talking decolonization nigga we talking healing like I don't got time for the bullshit like and that's just kind of like this entire space that I'm in during this season like action no bullshit all fucking action but that being said um let's get into the things that I've currently been ingesting um so I can recap that portion of my life with you guys before we get into the topic of the week oh and I didn't say this but just a reminder nigga all month of February we are having some dope ass conversations with some dope ass creatives most of which are from the city most of which are from motherfucking this beautiful state of Texas um so yeah this topic of the week this week is just like the last two weeks where we have a dope ass conversation with a dope ass motherfucking human but that being said let's get into the things that I'm currently ingesting all right y'all so you already know that when i say the things that i am currently ingesting i mean all the many things that you can ingest um by way of all the many means in which you can just can ingest them did that make sense um but whether that be listening or eating or drinking or like the hobbies you partake in the homies that you spend time with the you know, all the things, all the things that you're putting into your body, your spirit, your aura. Um, I like to keep track of them here as like an accountability tracker for myself and to like inspire you guys to mindfully motherfucking ingest the things. But that being said, so I'm not rambling too damn long. Um, when it comes to food and drink, y'all, I finally got my hands on some Filipino banana sauce. The shit is fucking delicious. If you are familiar with the, um, if you're familiar with Chick-fil-A's Polynesian sauce, dog, Filipino banana sauce, it literally tastes like Polyne Polynesian sauce, but from Chick-fil-A, but like with hella seasoning and I got the spicy kind. It was so freaking, mm, I ate it with some fries. It's good. So I'm so ready to experiment different ways on using this um, Filipino banana sauce because as a culinary person, someone who has definitely been interested in the foods of the cultures of the world, this is something that I've had my eye on for a while. So shout out to a Filipina queen, um, Jessica, who yeah invited me over and we had like a cute little like wine night where we just talked and listened to ugk records and it was just a beautiful night and it ended with sis giving me some damn banana sauce so shout out to you just fucking perfect ass night um i really do appreciate that um but yeah other than that y'all i've been eating a lot of fast food honey i've ate carl's jr this week i've also had chapado um yeah, I had this fucking disgusting ass Caesar salad at Papado, which y'all like I've been a little more open and like I've definitely been while I still consider myself plant based. I definitely have been, um, you know, incorporating like animal products, I guess not even incorporating them, but more so being more open. So like I told y'all last week, I have been eating cheese. Of course, I felt fucking shitty. So I'm not planning on eating no cheese this week. But um, yeah, I was just open to eating a Caesar salad. I know it has like anchovy paste or whatever the fuck, but I was just like, okay, I'm at this restaurant. I'm at, I, like I'm obligated kind of to be here. So I might as well eat something. I thought the Caesar salad was gonna be good, but it was fucking nasty and wilted and wet and fucking salty. And I wasn't ready for that taste. So fuck you, Papado, for taking the the fucking um butternut squash risotto off the menu because that is really what I got and I would rather have some cheesy ass dairy filled risotto than that nasty ass salad ever again in my life so yeah that's just kind of where I am with that 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I really, I've been drinking lavender lattes. I've had like two of those, this, not even lattes, but like cold brew with lavender in it. And yeah, other than that, I really haven't been eating or drinking anything too out of the normal, y'all. My stomach's kind of been in shambles because I drank alcohol twice last week and then I also had wine and y'all probably know from listening to this podcast, I am not a drinker at all. Like this is not something that my body fucks with at all. First of all, my kidneys are very sensitive. Also, I don't necessarily like being drunk at all because yeah, big chief, big cannabis mommy over here. Um, But yeah, I was just like in social situations where I felt comfortable having alcohol and it did not do right in my system and kind of affirmed the reason reasons that I don't fucking drink regularly. Um, so gross. But other than that, yeah, nothing out of the ordinary as far as like food or drink. Hella coke. Oh, coconut water. Yeah, I've been drinking a lot of coconut water probably because I've been just being mindful of the electrolytes. You feel me that I'm putting back into my body. So um you know I fucking lost my place. Oh, but definitely forgot what the fuck I was saying uh, before I was rudely interrupted but oh coconut water yeah so yeah i've been drinking a lot of coconut water um it's been delicious a delicious part of life and it's probably because i've been eating or drinking alcohol or like last week i had drink drank alcohol so i've just been very mindful of putting the motherfucking potassium and sodium electrolytes back into my body or ions rather back into my body um and yeah i've just i love coconut water and it's crazy that i'm at this place because i was at a place where I was not a fucking fan of coconut water, especially plain coconut water, but I love plain coconut water with pulp. Um, I will say Sprouts, coconut water with mango is disgusting. Not a fan, but their coconut water in the can with pineapple honey. Mm. Literally so good. I wish I was drinking that right now instead of just like spring water, but it is okay, honey. We will live. Okay. So yeah, just moving right along um, with the things that I'm ingesting, honey, as far as media. So <clears throat> not I haven't honestly been watching too much. I haven't been listening to podcasts or anything like that, aside from waking up to the breakfast club in the morning, um, which today, today is actually Monday when I'm recording this segment, but which today Lunell had a dope ass interview. I always fucking love when Lunell's on the breakfast club because her and Charlemagne just have like such a cool rapport. Um, they're comfortable with each other. You can definitely tell. So it's just like really dope to have a Lunell interview in the breakfast club. Um, but yeah, other than breakfast club in the morning, honey, I ain't really been watching nothing. Um, I did catch up with Jocelyn's cabaret. Um, still shout out to Lexi's blows ass. Um, all of these women are fucking strange. I did not like how this one diamond girl kept saying nigga especially in front of like raven who's supposedly her best friend or whatever but she black like my nigga and this goes back to the performative weird shit that i was talking about like no non-black person in the year of our lord 2022 should feel comfortable coming around a black person or anybody saying the word nigga like obviously y'all gonna do what y'all do in y'all's homes like we I think we're fully aware that y'all be calling us niggers and shit during y'all's table, kitchen table talk and things like that. But like, don't come around us saying that shit and no black person should make a non-black person comfortable enough. 
for them to just be saying nigga, nigga this, nigga, like, nah, bro, I did not fuck with that, um, but yeah, Jocelyn's Cabaret is what it is, I mean, it's cute, I don't like the editing, but I'm gonna watch it because Jocelyn's personality is great, and a lot of the personalities on the show are very entertaining to watch, um, but yeah, I also watched the Alan Iverson, Tracy McGrady's verses, which was super nostalgic, um, I'm not gonna tell this story today on the podcast, if you know, you know, y'all, I thought I was gonna be the first girl in the NBA, nigga, I thought I was a hooper, um, I wore AI's number, I was so obsessed with him, I fucking love me some AI um so that was just like very nostalgic to watch I watched it with my brother um yeah I don't I honestly as far as like media that's like all I've been watching listening to as far as podcasts nothing too out of the ordinary still haven't watched euphoria um but yeah that's just where we at on that but as far as music just moving right along so we can wrap this segment up y'all because we have such a cool conversation for the topic of the week but we gonna get there right but yeah just as far as music y'all I have been in I've been in a super mask kind of like toxic masculine bag when it comes to music I've been listening to a lot of zero and shout out to the Texas King but the man is very mentally disturbed you know I mean you can tell that in his music you know like he he projects a lot of his pain into his music, you know? So I, I've honestly just been listening to a lot of Zero. I've been listening to, oh, there's this song, honey, called P-Power by Gunna. And I've talked about Gunna, like, on this podcast. I don't like his music. He's not the musical artist for me. Um, this song is also featuring Aubrey's acting as. But P-Power, dog, I just want to shake. Like, that song makes me turn into a stripper. Like, nigga, I want to shake my ass on. I cannot wait till we get our fucking stripper poles in this house. I can just shake ass to put to pee power nigga that I can't wait that shit's about to go up um all festival season all spring speaking of I'm actually working on a festival season playlist so stay tuned for that um but what else yeah I've honestly like not been listening to too much oh there's a song and it's kind of an old song by an artist named Aaron May called let go fucking love that song it's like a hip-hop song like real like backpack rapper bag type thing um but like I said, lots of zero because I'm a lonely ass stoner. Whole lot of twerking, shaking ass stuff. I've been listening to all of Megan's freestyles, Megan the Stallion's freestyles. I've been listening to a lot of like old school, like Uncle Luke type shit. Like y'all, I am so in the mood to go outside and shake my ass, like be super fucking cute and just be lit with my homies. Like I literally cannot wait for that moment. I am so ready for South by. I am so ready for motherfucking Lovers and Friends Festival in Vegas. I am just so ready to shake ass outside among music energy. Like, there's nothing like that. Um, I've talked about South by many times probably on this podcast you know like that is the most nostalgic time of the year for me so I'm just in that yeah I'm just in the bag like I'm trying to throw some ass at whoever trying to catch it like (laughs) no I'm just kidding I yeah I'm just kidding I promise yeah you feel it you feel okay all right y'all that's really all I've been ingesting um this was a kind of short segment this week because honestly I've just been going with the flow kind of doing the things that are comfortable for me and uh, yeah taking the rolling with the punches goddamn as they come but y'all um as I've said many times before we don't necessarily have a topic of the week but we we have some dope ass fucking conversations so let's get into this weeks and let me introduce you to the badass bitch that I got to talk to today but anyways let me stop so we can get into that <laughs> be right back hey girl hey what's up hey how are you 
good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited to talk to you. Oh no, I'm so excited. I know. How are you today? How was your day? Did you work today? I did, girl. I got off at six. Oh shit. Wait, so do you work in the service industry? I do. I do nails. Well, and yeah, I, you do. Nine to five. Yeah. Nine to a couple of months ago, girl. Oh, how has that been? Because, yeah, I bartended and like waited tables for like too damn long. Mm-hmm. And- no, okay. So I did work in the service, like the service industry, as far as like waitressing. That was from when I loved it. But now, nah, girl, I got me like a corporate at the Oh, the like, oh. I mean that's relaxing yeah nah, and like you have like a consistent schedule that I like I like the consistency I like the consistent money but girl, you know I've been working for my parents at their liquor store for like 10 plus years so I'm used to kind of just doing my own thing and then in the exactly. midst of the day, I've been doing nails for the past four years so I'm like oh so many rules so many but it's it's cool exactly it's cool. things like that you don't want stability yeah yeah, I feel that. Oh, well, we don't get there. We're going to talk about all of those things, your parents, Jeez. all the things, right? Um, So I'm going to talk to my people real quick. So what's up, y'all? So if you don't know, now you know, Um, every week of February, like the 7th through the 28th, I am having four, technically five, but four episodes of Black-ass creatives that I feel like are very fucking dope. And yeah, who I want to talk to. So today, right? So we have a Black creator from a city right that I that that holds a special place in my heart um y'all already know um the only other place or the only place in DFW that I will ever claim Fort Worth but anyways yeah we got KK with us today aka Cakes um a badass bitch if I must say so myself um some person who is a of course who is a cosmetologist who does amazing nails um I'm actually sad that I had no clue you did nails like when I was up there um because you do amazing nails phenomenal um no yeah for sure they so good um and she's also having a podcast very soon she also owns a clothing line like are you still doing your clothing line what is your clothing line i don't really be pushing it like i should but it's out there for all the bbws goddamn for y'all so yeah if you're in the metroplex if you're not in the metroplex see me up yes period all the things so who are you who is kk who is cakes what can you pronounce your like name your full name for me yes kaylian oh kaylian yeah and jackson but i do go by cakes i actually got that name from my dad um i don't know he just started calling me that when i was little and it just he actually called me cake but i put the s on the end myself you know just speak and yeah. K-A, of course, is short for Kaylian, and it is spelled K-A-Y-K-A-Y. I do not fuck with the K-K. It's mm. not at all. Yeah. But um, who am I? Oh, my God. That infamous question that nobody has the answer to. Yes. Um, I do believe, as you stated, I am a creative individual. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Not your average around the way girl, but, you know, I just go with the flow. I, um... I don't know. I got a lot of shit. I, I don't yeah. know. One question that freezes us up, but we really got all the answers. Um, Literally. Yeah. 
So, okay, let's talk a little bit about cosmetology. Let's like start okay. there, right? So how'd you get started like doing nails, period? Mm-hmm. And you're very fashionable, like effortlessly. Thank you. Like I feel like when I put clothes together, like I try very hard because I'm such a little boy. I just be wanting to wear sweaters and hoodies all day. Well, you Stop playing. I mean, you know, I try <laughs> a little bit, but literally this is my ideal fit for real. So yeah, how'd you start doing nails and fashion? Like talk about all of that. Okay, so with the nails in high school, real really starting in like middle school, I've always had this thing about nails. I don't know. I started getting my nails done at like sixth grade. Uh-huh. And um my mama just always told me like a girl is supposed to have her nails done, y'all. But peep the nails I ain't I look, then got old and lazy. But um it just stuck so like high school I was that girl I was that bitch when it came to the nails like before like all this shit now like the crazy like I, I did that like that was me so I'm talking about like her might be slick down I've always been a short her type of bitch like slick down little finger waves but the nails you know, was on point all the at all times so, so I was you doing your tech. own nails then I'm no, sorry no, no. I had a black nail tech and she actually knew my mom from back in the day. Miss Debbie, shout out to Miss Debbie. That's my girl. She's still in the game, y'all. After all these years, she probably been in the game about 40 years plus. Hey, shout out Miss Debbie. Tech. Yes. But that was my nail tech in high school, a little bit after high school. And I don't know, I just found like, I would tell my mama, like, I think I could do this shit. You know, like, I think I could do that. Well, I ain't say this shit, you know, baby. Yeah. But I was like, I think I could do this. And so she actually like pushed it because school, it was, I was one of them students that, did what I need to do to pass and going on. You know what I'm saying? I never yeah. was like that person that was like, I got to go to college. And I didn't. So um, it was a dream, but I didn't push it. So okay. after school, I just kind of got me a job and went on about my business. And y'all, typical cliche, it took me, I started doing nails four years ago. I've been out of school for 11 years. So it took Damn. me all that time to get started. And it was a breakup that was like yeah we're gonna see what this shit about let's see what happened and I never stopped it it took off like I got told on everything in the beginning TDLR hit me up but it just I kept going I went to school I got my license and y'all gonna be messing with your girl I went and got my license for like I think two years of teaching myself Uh and um now I'm licensed and that's it it really was just me my love for nails in high school and then my mom was just like well do it you know what I'm saying and it took me to start but I did and I won't I won't trade it for nothing I love what I do that's so dope so wait so how did like TDLR peep that you was doing nails like how did you for real? Yeah, they told I don't know who it was anonymous I don't know who um I can't even remember. It was just basically that I'm working from home and, yeah. you know, that kind of shit. It kind of sucks when you're kind of like a little bit popular. I'm not patting myself on the back, but you know how I be. Yeah. People know and your family. Y'all niggas are cool yeah. as fuck. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happened. I kind of just was like, okay, well, if that's the case, let me go handle my business real quick so y'all can leave me alone. And I did that. And it's been history ever since. But yeah, they like came knocking on the door, girl. Like, Sheesh. Yeah. Detailing That's wild. Here. I was like, my cousin answered the doctor. Yeah. You know, I do. He was like, nah, she don't live here. At all. So they never physically talked to me. Yeah. But yeah, they was but out. You here. knew that they knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's trash. People be hating. That's that is awkward as hell. Yeah. Crazy. That's wild. So, okay. 
so talk about like fashion like have you always been like fashionable and like how did like Velux collections like start like how did you decide that you wanted to sell clothes and okay so yes I have always been I have always been a heavy set girl I was always the plus size friend even when I was smaller so I've always made it my business I was never that plus size girl that was just like down in the dumps about herself I always had this thing where like if you're not gonna fix it or maybe you like what you see you know what I'm saying you actually look in the mirror you like what you see make it work you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. still to this day I believe that like um and so as far as fashion go if I like it I'm aware and I'm gonna make it work for me now it's some shit I done seen you know what I'm saying I'll be like man I wish I could pull that off and I just know my body type and it's something that I know like no no man yeah and that's what anybody type to be honest and everybody got that but like for the most part if I like it I'm gonna make it work for me um a friend of mine kind of finally gave me like a style like a name for my style because I couldn't place it I'm like I'm not like super super like um casual but I'm not like what do you call it I don't even know that word like um like glam yeah like I love glitz and glam I love big boots I love the diamonds I love the studs I love anything that has glitter but like I'd rather throw on like some combat chucks or some like some I mean some combat boots or like some platform chucks or something like that with the outfit that normally a woman would wear heels with like that is not my thing girl I do not be fucking with the heels like especially not the little skinny ones like if anything I'm gonna do like a real thick like a chunky like I don't know I've always felt like anybody this is for anybody like if you feel comfortable in that shit wear that shit and make it work for you so I've literally figured out like okay I can't wear the such and such crop tops, but I can wear the loose fitted crop tops. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to be put, pulling and tugging on my clothes. And I found what color, colors work for me. And I literally stand in the mirror and just be like, okay, let me put this together or what'll make this stand out. And I'm actually like, if you really pay attention, if you follow me on Instagram, I, I got one picture up now, but I love simplicity. So I'll take like the simplest outfit and throw on the biggest hoops I can find and a baseball cap and some dope shoes that stand out in make it do I can't because I don't put too much thought into it believe it or not like that's wild because you look dope thank you if I can keep it simple that's the way to go I'll be trying to figure out how to wear uh, tennis shoes to a wedding if I could man yeah I hate heels girl I can't stand them me either and I like just decided to like buy like some heels you know so I can have them but nah Mm-mm. It, yeah. it never I, works. I, I start. I got into like two years ago. I just came across the store where like the shoes is pretty cheap and mm-hmm. you know affordable. I didn't even say cheap, but affordable. Yeah. And I was like, well, let me just start getting my little collection up just in case I decide to be, you know, a little girly one day. But mm-hmm. then I just like. Okay, yeah it's never nah it never gives what it's supposed mm-hmm. to so and it be cute but no nah. no go ahead no I would say it'd be cute but no like oh yeah it'd be cute on other people but it's just not for me like if I have to I will but if I yeah. don't I promise you I'm gonna find a way to get away with it I it, promise <laughs> man I swear that is me to a T I swear so um with like your actual clothing line so like what made you do like plus size only clothes instead of like um, having like all sizes you know you feel me which I, I think is dope like I in school like high school because I like I stated earlier I have always been the plus size friend so it would be times where 
Um, you remember Westfield and yeah. um, what's the other rave and all those stores? Mm-hmm. So like, even in high school, I was at the peak, like the highest size. Yeah. So, and they would be gone. You know what I'm saying? I do feel like you know they're saying like they put some in the water when we was coming up, like everybody did. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. Those sizes were always gone. Where when you can go in the mall and you can get all the larges and the mediums and the smalls and the extra smalls, like it's plenty of those, but it's always limited quantity of the bigger clothes the bigger sizes yeah. you know what i'm saying and even when they had other stores i don't know if i can say them or call them out but they had plus size stores and it was kind of like the granny vibes yeah and like, it was like it's frumpy like, hey, nah i wear what i want to wear so like i never was like i'm like i'm just gonna do this for us you know what i'm saying on top of the fact that i always got a plus size pl- shout out to my plus size women like i always got a, a, a bbw baby in my inbox like girl where you shop at or girl how you put this together or girl i wish i had your confidence or girl i wish i could do this and i'm just like let me put together something to where i can make my own like make other people that look like me happy you know what i'm saying and yeah. it kind of was kind of pushing it because the stuff that i got for the the um the boutique I kind of had to realize like later on in the game, like, dang, a lot of people, I probably should have started with the confidence that plus size women mm-hmm. should have. We all should have it before getting the kind of edgy shit that I'm used to wearing. That's you know what I'm saying? Because everybody wearing. don't got that. So it really came from just like what I've always been capable of wearing or able to wear or not scared to wear on top of the fact that I, like I say, I'll see some plus size women out in the city and they like, I want to shop or where you go and so I just decided to put my people on. So the B in Belux K stands for Belux And then the K, of course, is for my name uh-huh. and the Belux. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I love that. So do you like consider yourself to be like body positive in the way, you know, like the the white internet like has created this like term? Like, do you consider yourself to be like that type of creative, like a body positive creative, quote unquote. I do, I, I, I do. Um, I think that everybody, you know what I'm saying, has something. I'll be lying if I'm not, and I, you'll find out later on when my podcast hit, I don't kind of bullshit. Um, everybody got something about them that makes them different. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be your, your physique, whether it be your hips, whether it be your eyes, your lips, it's something about everybody that makes them stand out from any other individual in the world. So I always believe in taking what you got and making it work for you. You know what I'm saying? It's little bitty people that wish that they look like a heavier woman or it's, you know what I'm saying? It's bigger men that wish they could look like or had the, you know, the guts to go work out and handle their business like a a person that be in the gym all the time. So you just got to work for like, work with what you got so yeah I believe in like using your assets to you know pop your shit man goddamn exactly so you have like a pretty positive like do you think overall like your body image is like pretty positive because I've definitely talked about this on the podcast right um Mm -hmm. body image is like something that growing up I definitely struggled with because I did not have a my relationships like my my younger relationships were very male dominated like I was very close to like my grandfather and like my male cousins like I didn't really like look to women to that were around me immediately for like 
the things that people should be able to look to women for, you know? So like, I didn't, right. I never had like this positive, like body, like image, I guess. Um, and especially like once I like had a baby, goddamn, um, got trapped by a Fort Worth nigga. Goddamn. I'm just kidding. I did not get trapped, but you feel me? But, and you know, like my body changed so drastically. Like I've never had ass in my whole life until, you know, I had a baby and like then getting hips and like titties and just like belly and all that stuff. Yeah. It was like so interesting, you know, but it, it, it eventually became this thing, but like you talking about in high school, being this person, being like super confident and stuff. So like, where does that come from? Like, how did you develop this sense of, I guess, body image, like positive body image as a black I, Okay. So I can remember and I had an aunt, uh, she's passed on now, my mom's sister. Um, she was like my diary, like when she was here. So like she was that aunt that would like speak and take me to see my little boyfriend and stuff like that in high school. Yeah. Like I still had to ask for permission to see niggas in high school and shit, but she was that aunt that could take me to do that kind of shit. So anyway, she would always, I remember one day we was at Burlington Co Factory Girl and she was getting her some little little matching sets or whatever. So I was just standing around. I didn't know telling what I was doing, but she was like, do your panties and underwear be matching? And I was like, no, not all the time. So she's like, you too old for that. You shaped up cute. And, and I already felt that because she was that aunt that was like, girl, you such a diva. And girl, you gonna be fine. And girl, you know, and even though I was heavier than everybody, like everybody I was around, like you see, you're not my sister. You know what I'm saying? She, we complete, complete opposite. But it really just starts with you like yeah. and of course like I say she was like that key in my back that always made me feel like I was the baddest thing moving you know what I'm saying and it stuck like to this day I don't care who in the room ain't nobody fucking with me that's yeah. just and I really feel that in my heart but it's deeper than what I look like on the outside yeah like I know my vibe bro. I know I'm intellectual, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm a, a, a badass black woman, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when I'm sitting in the room and the thing is, I don't think that I'm better than you. Yeah. It don't probably that I look better. It's like, how I feel about myself. I feel like everybody should feel like they're the baddest bitch in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. Understanding like, like your worth and your power and then coming together with other people, dog. You gotta look at like, like if you, if you, I've never let a dude be the reason that I feel like I'm that bitch. Like, yeah. it literally is eternal. You have to feel that shit in your heart. Like, and I don't know, I, I'm trying to answer, but like, I, I literally wake up and feel like I'm that bitch every day. I always have. That's like, cool. on my worst day, like, yes. even when I do look in the mirror and see someone, like, I'd be like, bitch, you gonna fix it? Die, then keep it keep it pushing like yeah that is really like how and it's always been like that even when I would look at my friends I got some fine ass friends you know what I'm saying like even back in the day everybody was slim everybody was coming into that shit like I was always like the thicker friend big butt booze and shit like but it never bothered me and then now it's like bitches is paying for that shit Man. Like, I always look like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. no, they ain't paying for the belly, too. They came along down the line, but Period. she just works. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never had a problem in the whole department. I call these niggas hoes because they is. They but is. I ain't never had a problem in that area. And I think that it's not about how I look. It's literally about how you carry yourself. Yeah. I promise you, if you literally one day just wake up and put that shit on, because I know you, I know everybody got some shit in their closet that they be like, nah, I ain't gonna put that on. And you you walk 
with your head held high. I'm talking about if you got to fake it till you make your bitch. I promise you somebody going to see you. I promise you whatever that, that aura that you're giving off, whether it's fake, whether it's authentic, it's going to resonate with people that have no fucking clue who you are. And if you do it so much, if after a while you wake up and you do that shit every day, it's inevitable that it's going to stick. Oh. I promise it's going to stick. Yes. Oh, I love that. God, you my people. I like, that's the shit talking to you. Like, I literally was asking my sister, I was like, where the OG Adriana, the OG Adriana, it is Adriana. 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 I was like, did she come from your page? Because we all know you. Like, we all follow you. And we just like. It's fucking, it's Dominique. So, okay, Dominique. And I told my sister, I was like, well, she followed D Blake. Yeah, oh, Dominique is yeah, my baby. Is. She is like yeah, that's my whole that's my whole that's man, my I swear. So she's yeah. like really the one, and I think I started following your sister first because dog, mm-hmm. she is so fucking cool. Like, I like <laughs> we have to set something up. Like, I really she was just in the room, her. but she I seen I was talking, like, so huh? she didn't say nothing. Yeah, she was just in my room, but she seen I was talking, so she didn't say nothing. <laughs> oh, so dog, I would have talked to her so much. Like, I swear, if I could pick. If I had the power to pick some person to marry off to my fucking little brother, it would be her. She's oh. the dopest little person. Literally. I fucking yeah, think she is so cool, I swear. But so, dang, I want to talk about that. So y'all, you have a pretty close family, huh? Like mm-hmm. all y'all niggas are like pretty close, yeah? yeah? So how, so first of all, I do have to, and I wrote a note about this okay. with, and I have to say this, right? I fucking love this like fort worth like hood royalty shit y'all got going (laughs) on like i swear like that is like my dream life like when i envision the way i see my future life like Mm -hmm. i promise it's like with some kind of hood ass nigga and like me being a badass bitch as a mom (laughs) with some dope ass kids right and nephews and cousins and all that shit right so dog shout out to your parents and things so how how has your family dynamic impacted who you are today? Oh, girl, now that's some shit right there. <laughs> so I was actually just talking to a new little friend about like how I actually do, like, believe it or not, even a podcast, like I've been wanting to do that shit. Mm-hmm. But like my parents are very well known <laughs> and I'm that daughter that's like, I'm gonna do what I want to do, but in private, I'm gonna say what I want to say but in private because they have made a name for themselves in the community. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. They have made a name for themselves in the community. So it's just like, my dad is a stand-up guy, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I can't be out here embarrassing that nigga, like just doing shit. So um, I actually have like, took it easy like it's a lot of shit that and y'all will learn on the podcast when I'm really gonna go down through that so I know my parents gonna be like what the fuck but <laughs> I was the I was scared girl I, they didn't play with me back in the day so I oh, was like, like how long like how my sister be mm-hmm. like how long she don't care she was their friend it was, I mean she was there I'm talking different she was their sibling that was like fuck it I'm grown once I'm grown I'm grown you know what I'm saying so it actually took my sister let me tell you I can't remember. My sister did her first video maybe about four or five years ago, I want to say, maybe. And I had never smoked in front of my parents. And I'm six years older than my sister. And for the video, she sparked the blunt. And I looked up like, oh, bitch. Girl, I'm scared. Like, she's a little sister. Exactly. 
I was like, nah, we ain't doing it like that. So after that, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get my tongue pierced. Everything I ever wanted to do. And girl, I still don't got it. I'm going to do that shit. Girl, <laughs> exactly. it's definitely like, like took it. I, I tried to tread lightly because I didn't want to ever embarrass them. But yeah. what I yeah. will say is the hustle is in me for sure. Like mm-hmm. I, that we both got honest, like. Eat one way or the other, I'm gonna eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody be like, I know you ain't never had to work. You a damn liar. Up, leave it up to bed. You don't work, you don't need. I've been working since I was 15 and never stopped. Like, you got to get a job. Like, he don't play that. So, to him, he didn't have it like that growing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, my mom, she was a little spoiled. Um, single, she came from a single mother of three, but yeah. she found a way. You know, women gonna make it do what it do. You know what I'm saying? So, my grandmother, she handle her business when it came to my mom and my aunt so they are accustomed to you know getting what they want and having their way growing up but my dad handled like that he had to he had to figure that shit out so we got to figure that shit out so we never he's never just been like here you go like this is this is how your life is going to be like and they let us bump our heads you know what I'm saying like Uh even though I still try to keep it as respectful as possible my hair was cut off like in a mullet yeah my sister belly wasn't pretty 16. Like long nails. I've been getting, like I said, I've been wearing this. I've never wore the short sheet. Like never. They've always allowed us to like express ourselves in our clothes and our hair and the way we talk. You know what I'm saying? That's why I cuss like I do. They cuss like right. they do. You know what I'm saying? Like it's certain shit. Like I say, other shit that I, yeah, I would prefer. Like, you know, some shit you just don't want your parents to know you into and what you do and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But like, as far as just, being myself and you know having a person being the personality that I have and stuff like that they've always allowed us to just do our thing and I appreciate that like yeah that's so dope like to be able to say because I know a lot of niggas that's not saying that shit at all like I'm not the nigga that's saying that at all about my parents like I love them I'm very grateful for them and stuff but there's definitely like a difference when you grow up in an environment where your parents um allow you to be allow you to fucking be humans and express yourselves in the way that like you want to like express yourself like obviously parents are parents and black parents are black parents you know man, but i embarrass the black parents that is the quickest way that man, you do not embarrass black parents you can't at I, I all. all the time like downplay that shit <clears throat> exactly so when you when you were growing up right like as a smaller child like did like were your parents like building their notoriety or like did people like know who they were like period your whole life from what I can remember like all the way back like they've always been them niggas like my daddy always I remember like when I would get out of school he had this auto shop and he worked I don't know if he worked I was too little to like remember but I remember going up there like doing my homework and my mom had like the bank job like it was really like um baby boy like the hood nigga with the like the bank teller type you know yes. like, yeah in the overtime um they just kept putting in their work you know what I'm saying they was going to where my mama was working and you know what my daddy told me he told me this in 2017 a dude I was dating at the time mm-hmm. asked him and I had never heard my daddy say this but a dude asked him how like how did he establish all the things that he has, all the things that he has become, like what happened? Like how did he get the blueprint? Yeah. You know what it was? What? My mama. That's dope! <laughs> God damn, that is so dope! 
I was kind of just sitting there like he because they weren't talking to me, right? Yeah. So I'm kind of trying to like mind my business a little Mm -hmm. bit. That's right. But I'm thinking like, is he saying it because I'm dating the nigga, or is he serious? And he he literally hit that hoe and was like, and I'm not just saying it because you you know fucking with my my daughter. That really, if it wasn't for my wife. I wouldn't have knew about a bank account. I wouldn't have knew about a savings. I wouldn't have knew about investing. I wouldn't have knew, you know what I'm saying? So it took like the beauty and the beast to really like come together. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm sure my mama would say the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I finally told her that she said that. She was like, girl, your daddy knew this and that before, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, nah, I think it was genuine. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you ask him and I, I, like I said, I never heard nobody say that, but even when the dude kind of left, from where we was chilling from, he was just like, I'm serious. Like, it takes a woman, you, like, a good man has to have a strong woman behind, beside him. If not, it's not gonna work. And I was just like, damn. Somebody come close me real quick. That's so, mm-hmm. so uh, man, that's what I'm saying, goddamn somebody, <laughs> because I'm trying to build some shit. That is like, I, dog, I just want to have some hood ass babies running around living their best <laughs> black ass life. Like, that is so, I know, man. Dog, that's that is so cute. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna come. It's gonna come. Exactly. Yeah. So, you have a little one, right? Huh? You have a little one, right? Oh, yeah, I do. I have yeah, a nine year old. Right, He's yeah. so cool. He's like the dopest little know. kid, you know. Um, but I don't know. I don't feel like a mom a lot of the time, you know. Really? Um, yeah, and it's crazy to say that out loud, right? And people like probably think that I'm fucking ridiculous, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't think, you know, parenting is obviously hard, you know, mm-hmm. like it's obviously like one of those things that you know, people struggle with, but I've been, I was there already, you know, like me and his dad, like have an amazing relationship right now. And, you know, like every, like, I don't know. I don't feel like a parent. I feel like, you know, I'm just raising this little guy and he happens to trust me. And I happen to, you know, want to raise him in a way, but, you know, like, as far as like, I don't know. I'm gonna live my life, goddamn. Good, you know what? <laughs> Literally, I don't, I, I don't fuck with the kids. Like, I don't have any. I have no yeah. intentions of having any. Like, I'm gonna be that. Like, literally, I really and I have a soft spot in my heart for children. <laughs> I be trying, but I be being like, I be like, man, the little guy I'm talking to now, he got four of them motherfuckers. God damn, how was that going? He loved him to death. And that man, it's a good thing. It's so yeah. attractive that, and it's all girls. It's so attractive. Yeah. But I'm like, you actually like them. So yeah. what does that mean for me and you? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, and that's a good thing. I'm not saying that I expected him not to, but I'm just like, that's not, that's not my stilo. You got four. Four. So, oh, so we don't get there, right? Into relationships. I think this is like a yeah. perfect segue, actually. So, how is dating with kids? Because, or like dating someone with kids? Because I am a person, right? Like the person I'm dating right now does not have children, and I think this nigga is like dope as fuck in every way, right? And I'm very thankful because mm-hmm. everybody got kids out here. But I personally, I don't like niggas with kids because everybody don't got the relationship that me and my baby daddy got. Like, ain't can't nobody hey. do this, you know? Oh like, my god. You know, like we like gen- me and my son's dad, like genuinely have not like had sex. We don't even we look at each other like some annoying ass cousins or some shit, you know, like right. 
So how is that like dating some person with kids or being open to the idea? Cause I'm not at the place where I'm open to that idea at all. So this is new. I'm, uh, I've been single, single as of since July. Um, before that I was dealing with the same dude off and on for eight years, both of us have no children. Sheesh. So, um, I ain't, that ain't really something in my adult dating life that I've had to worry about. You know, back in the day, niggas had a, a couple of kids here and there. But, yeah. like, before I could even get into really, like, just taking dudes serious. Like, before mm-hmm. I met my last dude, it was whole phase. You know what I'm saying? Right out of high school. So, like, I wasn't really worried about whether a nigga had kids or not. But I just exactly. knew I didn't So, the dude that I actually fell for, he didn't have children and still doesn't have children. So, now it's just like, I, I wouldn't not talk to a dude with kids, mm-hmm. but I'll be letting them know up front, like, I don't do, I don't do children. Like, I, the, even the one with the, like, the guy I'm talking to, like consecutively like every day like I'm I make it a point to remind him every day yeah <laughs> like, and I haven't met him yet or anything but he like pressed on the face like you gonna love my little girls oh but I'm just like damn yeah. that's cr- I'm over here thinking about what I'm gonna say what I would say to a nigga that's like saying this shit to me and I'm gonna be like, but, like it's like, hard though because man it's hard it's because you don't want to block your blessings right Oh, yes. Like, Somebody said this the other day. Yes. You don't want to block your blessings. So I'm telling my my older sister, um, she's a play sister, but we like locked in. And I'm just telling her, like, yeah. besides the kids, that nigga A1. Like, see, man. He only one. I'm talking about attentive girl. I love her. I'm I'm gonna pull up and come get you type of nigga. I oh, I love it, honey. Way to, you know, with me, you know, it's like. I love a nigga to come get me. Like, a nigga that show me he want to be around me. And, like, I kind of know, like, he actually been peeping me for some years. Mm-hmm. And I was tired of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I really didn't entertain it. I kind of just added him on Instagram for, like, a rainy day type shit. And now here we are. But Sheesh, that's dope. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's it's cool. It's right now, to answer your question, right now, it's okay. I do yeah. think I am a person that think about the future. Uh-huh. So, and I don't like wasting my time. And I can see, I guess it's kind of confusing because I can see he, it ain't going to be no booty call type shit. Yeah. So, like, he really trying to get to know me. And yeah. it, that's why I'm making it a point to constantly remind him, like, hey, Take into consideration, I don't fuck with the kids. Like, I don't care how cute they is. I don't care how smart they is. Like, that ain't my thing. I'm selfish. I am selfish when I want to. I'm a true Sagittarius. When I'm oh wow, I'm the life of the party. When I want to be left the fuck alone, I want to be left the fuck alone. You can't. Y'all niggas mean. Hold on, Sagittarius women are fucking mean and evil. (laughs) <laughs> you would not have known I was a Sagittarius so I told you you know what I would not have which is crazy but I will say um I guess I'm just thinking like in terms of like my mom right um and shout out to my mama like if she ever listens to this like I don't hate you as much as it probably sounds like I do but <laughs> but dog she is the epitome of a Sagittarius and what I think of and every other Sagittarius person that I met after her have like been like this like you literally are I don't get along with Sagittarius. So what are some Sagittarius traits you don't like? Huh? 
what are some traits about Sagittarius is that you don't like? Um, and niggas are fucking spoiled and entitled. They need every, they need attention. It's like Sagittarius people that I have come across. It's like, oh my God, like they fucking like attention makes them come like more than anything else. And like, if they don't get it, they literally will terrorize everybody else. It's crazy. Them. Okay. Because I love attention, but when I want it, because like I said, it, when I want to be left alone, like I could literally see this beach for a couple of days and be okay with my phone not ringing. But when I do want attention, like I, and I'm gonna make sure you know that I want your attention. If you don't give it to me, then we do have a problem. But I think being coupled um, with like, having that and being coupled with being like a naturally dope ass person like that mm-hmm. definitely helps you know like I feel like, like all the Sagittarius people I crazy. have personally yeah. met are fucking psychotic the eight year dude mm-hmm. eight like Sagittarius the four oh. baby dude Sagittarius oh I don't know that's that's interesting a maybe interesting. y'all are only made for each other I think that, <laughs> that has to be what it is like y'all niggas can only and I be. feel like they get me, you know what I'm saying? Like I do. I'm dramatic as fuck. Yeah, I'm dramatic as fuck, girl. Like everything is wow, like kapow, like boom, like yeah. I, I just overdo it out of time. Like I come up with scenarios in my head of what what could have happened, what did happen, what almost happened. Like, girl, and I'm dramatic. I will give you that. Like I'm dramatic as fuck. Yeah, but same. I'm very. I'm an Aries. Like we're very drawn. Are you? Yeah, we are so spoiled. About y'all. y'all are like the one sign that I've never had a Sagittarius friend. I've never dated a Sagittarius. If I have, I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. So that means we probably didn't date. It's probably like some grown stuff going on. But I don't. I don't know. I ain't never. I've not had many encounters or any encounters with Aries. With you know what's crazy? So I, I um. I'm an Aries like son. Um, I I don't consider myself like a true Aries because I'm like really very fucking soft and sensitive. And really, I think Aries are genuinely sensitive. But I would mm-hmm. never. I, I'm I can't be friends with another Aries. I can't be friends. Really? Yeah, I could never fucking date an Aries. Like I've been there, done that, tried to do it. We will fucking kill each other. I really can't date no fire sign. I, I don't think no sign other than Sagittarius like each like like them so i love sagittarius bitches mm-hmm. like i can literally spot them hoes out even like i can tell like i hung out with a friend a couple of months ago and it's the confidence i think that's yeah. what it is. and we damn near literally i think our birthdays was two days apart and i was like in my head like she a sagittarius if not she close to it yeah. and our birthday was two days apart like i know my bitches that's and wild I I love them, girl. No, I will say, hell yeah. Aside from all the craziness that I've seen, Sagittarius, y'all niggas are hella confident. And there's like, it's like this an electricity. Like people are very attracted to y'all. Mm-hmm. Like very attracted. Like so, so dope. So, oh, I have a question about like dating, right? So I, I may or may not have seen you post on the internet. Please clarify. Um okay that maybe non-monogamy is like a thing in your life so like what like what is your ideal relationship structure I guess just let me do what I want to do like please just let me have my way like I am gonna always be honest Uh I'm going to always tell you exactly how I'm feeling and either you gonna rock with it or you're not so my ideal at this point, because I am newly single, I say newly because eight years is a long time. That's 
That is a and, very long term. Yeah. So um within what? that relationship, before that relationship, I always felt like and didn't know the term. I don't know how I came across the word polygamy. I still to this day don't know where it came from, but I like seen it and researched it and dug in for like four or five years. But before that, like the whole were like, can I say this? Like when I used to watch, when we were supposed to watch porn, like it was always the threesomes and I always thought that shit was dope. So it never bothered me. So when people would be like, I would never show my boyfriend, you know, like want to argue yeah. and stuff over niggas back in the day. I'm like, first of all, we're kids. And two, like, you can talk to him tomorrow. Like, and I'll talk to him today. Or you can talk to him today. Mm-hmm. And I, it was always a thing. Like, that was always, like, me even. But I didn't understand why I never, I, I ain't never argued with a bitch about a nigga. I've had conversations. Yeah. But I don't want to argue with you. One, for starters. It's so many of them. Why would I argue with you about one? About one of these. They're everywhere. Every shape, color, size that you can think of, they're out there. So why would I argue with you or make a thing about one person? And um, over time, girl, I can't tell you for the life of me how I came across the word polygamy. But me and my dude had already, you know, tapped into the threesome lifestyle but along the lines I came across that word and I dug in heavy like I'm talking about I got books I joined groups so I can really educate myself and it all made sense Mm -hmm. and when TikTok first became a thing I came across this video that I cannot find but it was a couple that has been married for 50 plus years they got kids and everything and they don't live together they got a duplex I love it no. they got a duplex and they got they like they they rented it out and yeah. now they got to the point to where they own it they tore down the back in the backyard like the fence and like they had that's their meetup spot so sometimes like they stay at her house sometimes they stay at his house but like go next door when I don't want to and that is like the epitome of like how I think about people as a whole like yeah if I don't want to fuck with you today, I don't want to fuck with you today. And so I would prefer you to go this way. I still love you, but go that way. So, and it's like, I think that you can, I think that you can, I think it's okay to not want to be bothered every day. I think it's okay to be open and honest about the fact, because who who perfect? Like, where, where is the perfect nigga? You know what I'm saying? I've been, t- so I take little pieces and like kind of run with it. Somebody told me one day, Find the perfect person to put up with their bullshit. Like, what bullshit you gonna put up with? Because everybody got their bullshit that they not gonna put up with because everybody comes with bullshit. The nigga that might take out the trash might not, you know what I'm saying, come in and see if the kid's okay. The nigga that do come and ask you, you know, pull up and tell you to get in the car, he might not be attentive, but he got some money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different shit for different niggas. So why can't I just put them all together? Mm. And just and have the perfect nigga match yeah. Or not have the perfect nigga, and I fuck with this nigga because he do this, and I fuck yeah. with this nigga because he do that, and everybody just understand that you all play a very important role, and I love you all, but yeah, I, I just it makes sense. There is yeah. no perfect person. It's not a perfect person. I I really honestly like believe in my heart that monogamy is a choice. 
Yeah, it thousands of not the natural way it's of a, life. It is a hard choice because you gonna wake up and not like that motherfucker sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're gonna wake up and feel like, do I really want to be here? And you do. You married them. You 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 know got a place with them. You had kids with them because it's something about that person that makes them special. That makes you, you know, choose that, them. That day. they stand out from others. You know what I'm saying? But. I promise you some shit about them you don't like. And you choose to overlook that and just decide to be happy, but you can still see. Yeah. Everybody got a work boyfriend or girlfriend because that's a real thing. Like that vibe that you can't get at home, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's certain people that make life a little bit easier, whether it's, you know what I'm saying? You can't go home and talk to baby about your, your, your shit that's going on at work because maybe they don't give a fuck. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they don't understand. But your person at work, like they get it. That's y'all work together. You know what I'm saying? And it's that one thing that I can talk to that person about. And so because of that, we have a bond. Maybe your wife, girlfriend, partner, husband, boyfriend is some freaky shit that you completely 100% into and they ain't rocking with it. It's a motherfucker out there that's going to do that shit with no hesitation. So why do I have to miss out on the bomb-ass conversations and the bomb-ass sex because one person don't want to do that shit? That's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, I love it. So do you see yourself ever getting, like, how do you feel about marriage? Like, I used, I used, Girl, I had my wedding planned out till I was like 20, like something. And over time, it would it would literally be me me I can't do it. That piece of paper means absolutely nothing. All I ask think of it is that you make sure I'm in the wheel and then I get some royalties or whatever the fuck it is you got going on. Just whatever sure benefits, goddamn. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is that I'm supposed to have, make sure I have it. Please. Like just make sure I have it because. That piece of paper don't mean a goddamn thing. It don't. Like, I almost feel, I really do believe that it's a contract to, like, prison. You have to pay to get out of it. Like, you can't, you mean to tell me I can't just get up and walk away from a motherfucker? That's crazy. Because I don't like that. Like, I do believe, like, how that post that went around that was like, should you renew your, your license, like, every what was it six months to a year or whatever i think that you should because absolutely yes and if I you agree. don't want to do that then we we just go out and we'll get some signed or whatever they say you know what after this last six months this last year even these last couple of years we tried i want to do this shit no more uh-huh. and go on but for me i can't see myself doing it like give me like a life partner or two yeah i'm straight i'm straight I love that. I feel you. So I am definitely, um, and Dominique will fucking tell you, I am definitely the simp ass, simpy friend. Um, it is because I have so much water, like literally Aries is the only fire I have anywhere in my astrological charts. If you into astrology like that, but like, I'm such a crybaby, whiny, (laughs) loving, fucking watery person. Right. Um, so that being said, out of all of my people, out of anybody, even the married niggas, even the niggas in relationships and shit, I am probably the most, okay, so I'm probably the most, like, monogamous person naturally, right? Like, mm-hmm. ever so often, you know, my ego be having me on the bad bitches and be wanting to have all the hoes and stuff, but then I get very, like, 
I get overwhelmed, I think, in general by like mm-hmm. human interaction. Like, nigga, I okay. fucking love being alone, right? Um, okay. So it's so interesting though to to talk to all of you guys and like hear y'all's perspectives when it comes to like polygamy, polyamory, being non-monogamous and other in ways, yeah. because wow it, it just seems like such a cool life that like although I don't it's like hard. personally it's identify hard. with like god damn it is hard though I'm gonna tell you it is not for the week like yeah. especially everybody now. ain't as honest like I feel like yeah. I could be in a polyamorous or, or an open relationship of any capacity if niggas would tell the whole truth like mm-hmm. I want to know I will tell you whatever you need to know like so I need and to know whatever don't and yeah that's the thing like even just dating, like, now that I'm, like, trying to date, like, and it ain't nothing major, like, I literally probably talk to, like, two or three people, but, like, it's hard to, as a woman, confidently tell a man, like, I don't, yeah, and they respect you, Uh because, society says that we shall not, we should not, we cannot, like, and, at the end of the day, I am a motherfucking lady. Point blank, period. Don't ever play with me. Ever. I am a lady and I conduct myself as such at all times. Well, not all times. Most of the time. When it's needed. But, when it's necessary. Yeah. So I expect to be treated as such. But it's like when people's minds have been conditioned for so long to think a certain way about how a woman is supposed to conduct herself, how a woman is supposed to date, how a woman is supposed to be in a relationship. Like, how do you unravel all of it you know what I'm saying like I and I honestly I be stuck like I even be talking I put Black Leon you know what I'm saying like I kind of like really had her like digging and just like really learning some stuff saying her some stuff and she be trying to help me because again man I haven't been single so now that I'm out here trying to date and just be honest with who I am and how I am I'm like okay so what you been saying because I'm trying I ain't trying to have a nigga judging me but and it's hard yeah it's hard it's, it is it's hard especially hard. because like a lot of times these niggas are emotional and they think that they want to play the game of being having multiple partners or even having you know like multiple situationships or whatever the fuck but these niggas are sensitive yeah sensitive. They sensitive. but like, see, they, we don't a nigga can tell a woman, like, well, I ain't trying to settle down right now. I'll talk to a few people, blah, blah, blah. And we be like, oh, okay, you know, I like, cool. Like, it's natural. Nobody has a problem with a nigga telling, no, you know, anybody that I'm doing this, that, and the other. I'm doing this, that, and the third. I have never, like, even in, like, like I stated, I do have my little moments where I'm not sure about how to go about it or how to say it, but I'm, I kind of been, like, easing it in there a little bit. So, yeah. um, it's, it's it's working a little bit but it's still a little hard but like I've never believed that women can't do what men do I've never thought that I've never thought like that whole nah I'm not fucking with that if you can do it and people respect you like why why can't I I've never ever believed in it I I love that I think that that is an amazing like just perspective in general because I will say right so growing up obviously as a teenager before I got trapped because I guess I've never really been I've never felt this way like (laughs) man the trap by the fucking Fort Worth nigga god damn fuck no but 
before before that time period like I never felt these feelings I guess like I never I never felt weary enough for people like I like had always had like been very like oh no like I just had I I met my baby daddy in a whole phase in deep in a whole phase goddamn okay (laughs) exactly so and then we kind of like started doing this whole like oh we're supposed to be married and supposed to do all that shit and realizing that you hate each other so I say all of that to say right um a lot of times niggas be getting into relationships and people get into these relationships because they think it's like necessary or that it's like something that you're supposed to do they don't even they're not even honest enough with themselves to be like dang maybe if I am open with this person and I am open myself enough to to be comfortable to explore what the fuck I want to explore in a consensual and honest and real ass non-weird right. way. Like, why not? Do I don't it? think dudes realize how far honesty will get them. Like, I think that's it's what it like is. they've been taught to lie their way to the relationship, to the coochie, like everything. It's like you didn't have you. If you don't have to do all that. Like, you don't have to do it. You, you never had to lie. You never had to try to manipulate me into talking to you. I was going to do that anyway. Or I wasn't going to do that anyway. Either way, if you lame and you a clown, it's only a matter of time before that's going to be revealed. And if I don't want to fuck with you, I'm going to fuck with you. Like, you can't manipulate me into talking to you. Like, and all you have to do is be yourself and tell the truth. You can't, even if you come out, I'm talking about smooth, like name, like just you got all of that. Eventually, who you really are is going to reveal itself. Whether you you, I'm talking about if you got one other hoe, like it's gonna come out. It's gonna exactly. come out because girl, I got so much time. Niggas don't know how to cheat. Let's start there. That's like, what it is. Like niggas, like why are y'all so dumb? Like because because so like if you really think about it, right? If a woman, if if I'm planning, if I'm in a relationship. And it's another nigga that has my attention, right? In some kind of way. Like, why would I leave a trail of mess when it's just going to lead to more drama in my life and niggas don't be caring? It's like they don't take the time to, like, I be wanting, like, how you get caught up in that one? And then now, so now I get the free throw a feet and cut up and I'm doing my own thing. But I know because you was too dumb, you you wasn't smart enough to not get caught. So now I get to sign up. Exactly. Now I get to turn the fuck up on your stupid ass because you got me looking stupid, first of all. Yeah. That's never gonna fly. So what what is the perfect way to cheat? <laughs> in your opinion? Oh, okay. If you're single, well, I guess if you're single, you can't cheat. Yeah, no. that's, that's in the lifestyle. Okay, but um, if you're in a relationship, y'all did not hear this from me. Y'all don't listen to me. But listen to me. I always cheat with somebody that got something to lose. You cannot cheat with single people. Mm-hmm. You cannot cheat with somebody that don't got nobody. They are bound to catch feelings. Depending on how, whether it's just sex, whether y'all just vibing, whether y'all eat the same food and like it's something there that's going to catch your, you know, eventually that shit going to start to matter. Mm-hmm. But if they, and if they don't got somebody who they don't want to not be with eventually they gonna fuck your shit up on purpose because you should have <laughs> never gotten yeah i always cheat with somebody that got some something to lose you tell on me bitch i'm gonna tell on you so how you want to do this goddamn that's, that's my key 
That's hockey. That's serious. Then if I'm a if I'm a fuck out, he gotta have a beach. Got to. Okay. Yeah. I mean, y'all didn't hear it here, but y'all didn't hear it as y'all will. <laughs> Damn, I am so down. I understand y'all. Cheating don't always mean that you fucking somebody beach or nigga. That is not the like end all of cheating. Mm-hmm. But anything that you don't want, like your person to know about, if if you can't tell them, like, hey, me and so and so went ahead, like he liked the same little coffee shop. I met this nigga in the coffee shop, and we meet there sometimes. If you can't tell them that, she. That's but true. the nigga you meet at the coffee shop, he gotta have a bitch too. He got to something to lose because yeah, niggas be in their feelings too. Niggas do be in their feelings. They be in their feelings more than us than you. Nobody they wants definitely to admit do. that. Nobody wants to admit that, but they definitely be in their feelings more than Like a nigga, he got to have a beach. Like I'm, I can't. Mm-mm. Nah, I can't do <laughs> nah, it. Nah, you can't. You can't I have can't the nigga do. showing up to your your actual. Please don't friend. come over here. <laughs> Please don't, don't, don't come find me. Please. Cause I have never do you like that. Like. I'm a re- I really consider myself a real player at his beach, like for real. I I always take stuff for exactly what it is. Yeah. Like even when I am single, whatever it is that you present to me, whatever it is that you show me, whatever hands or cards that you you know present to me, that's all I got to work with. So I'm never gonna hit you with this. So what are we doing? He already told you this. You ain't, you can't tell. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm never. It, it don't matter if I'm starting to feel away. It don't matter if I'm starting to really like you. It don't matter if I wake up thinking about you every day. Like if you didn't like make it be known that you want me to be your bitch, I'm never gonna try to make it more than what it is. Goddamn. So, you gotta do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like if if he didn't want to be with her, he wouldn't be with her. If I didn't want to be with my nigga, I wouldn't be with him. Like people that y'all gotta stop believing that girl. I never believe it has always threw me for a loop when people be like, he gonna leave his wife. Why? 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 Why you think that, friend? What make you think that a person will go home every day to be with somebody, be around somebody that they don't like? Man, that they gonna leave for you. It might be a little rough. They might be going through it. But nobody is fucking with nobody in any capacity. From friends, I'm talking about even friends. Them friends that sit up and talk about each other and shit, they friends for a reason. If she didn't want to fuck with that bitch, don't don't make don't make yourself more superior in a motherfucker life because they talk about their homegirl. They homegirls with that, that bitch for a reason. Uh-huh. They like nobody is gonna stay anywhere they don't want to be. Ooh. Like Oops, all the free game though. I cannot wait to <laughs> oh, I cannot wait for your damn podcast. But we're gonna oh get there. God, so thank you, I, thank I do you. have one more question, right? Before, like I have a couple of rapid fire questions that I want you to answer okay. very fast. But one more question, right? So what okay. does self-care look like in your life? Oh well, your girl gone. One thing I'm gonna do for sure is eat where I want to eat. Like I'm gonna spend some money on some money. Mm-hmm. I know it's not like healthy. I don't know if it's came back. Sorry, my, my mom was calling. Oh, um, okay. but <laughs> um, whether it's I don't know, that's that's my that's my go-to is taking myself to a nice restaurant and eating what the fuck I want to eat. Mm-hmm. But other than that, the food, the um, drinks, not a long time. Like 
I love a good face mask. I love me some good music. And I'm going to dim the lights. I'm going to light me a candle. And just zone out. Like, that's it. I, I'm pour me a drink. One thing, what they say, when it comes to a drink, I'm a heavy. I'm a heavy. <laughs> I'm a heavy. Like, so that's that's a, a good day to me. So take time to really just self-reflect with yourself and just zone out and think about, like, who you are, what you want to do, your next steps, like, and just get in your own zone and do what the fuck you want. Like, sometimes I just scream, like, just because, like, I need to, like, Period. screaming yeah. is self-care, like, because I know everybody got some shit that they can't talk to nobody about, or, you know what I'm saying, like, therapy, I, I that was one of the best things I've ever done, and it was, like, that shit is real, I, I'm so glad that it's growing in the Black community, I'm so proud of us, like, that, that shit is... It's, yeah, I recommend 10 out of 10. 12 out of 10. Like, yes, absolutely the same. For real, for real, for real. Yeah. Oh, so, that's yeah. so dope. Those are very good and solid self care things. So, well, but I do have some questions, right? These rapid yeah. fire questions, they are very random. Okay. <laughs> so, just answer with, we gonna say like answer within five seconds with the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, okay, okay. The so, <laughs> what's your favorite sex position? Missionary. Period. Okay, what's the song you have on repeat right now? Uh, LMA new song. I think it's the, it's the DFMU. Okay, okay. I Dang, I did not like, know LMA. It just came out like last Friday. Okay. Shout out I think LMA. it's DFMU. Yeah. What's it called? Don't DFMU. Don't fuck me up. Okay. Hey, yeah. I would definitely be listening to it. Okay. So look, you stranded on an island, right? For five years, but you have all the food and drinks that you have. You just can't leave this island for whatever reason, right? But what mm-hmm. are three things that you take with you? My Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> A book that I can read over and over, which would be, uh, it's a long title, but it's basically called Girl Boss. Mm-hmm. And um, a vibrator. Okay, period. <laughs> oh, so what's your favorite sex toy? Anything clitoral. Okay, but, okay, so... Um, I had an interview earlier with one of my very, very good friends, man. And she's, we have this debate about the rose. So do you like the rose? Is that a thing? I don't have it. You don't have it. You've never tried it. No. Me either. Okay. So here's my theory of why I've never tried the rose. Right. And I guess I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking order one. Tonight. I want one. I think, yeah. I stay with my mom and him. So like, that's why, that's why. The clitoral toys are my favorite because they like lightweight. They ain't doing too much. So, you know exactly. what I'm saying? I've been trying to keep it respectful. So I ain't, I ain't got it yet because I don't want to turn up like that. Oh, you ain't trying to turn up. Dang. Yeah, I, I'm going to try to get one, but I don't know. I don't want, I don't know. We'll, we'll report back. We'll see. Yeah, we're going to follow up. So, oh, monogamy or polyamory? Girl, you already know. I did. <laughs> so what's the worst date you've ever been on? Girl, it was like two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. Mm, (laughs) What happened? And it was like a little game night thing. 
And I do have a insecurity. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I do. And I snore like oh. five days. So oh. that is a thing that I'm very embarrassed about. But I tell people so, like, um, I fell asleep because we were drinking Casamigos. Uh-huh. And they woke me up and told me I was too loud. <gasps> And he recorded me. <gasps> and he won't let me live it down. And I'm just like, well, why do you text me every day to remind me that I was snoring? Like, just stop talking to me. Weird ass nigga. Right. I didn't mean to fall asleep. Exactly. I really didn't. I would have, like, I do not fall asleep. Like, my ex, like, he sound like me, so he can't talk about me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we was in synchronization. We doing that shit together. But before then, like, my whole phase, like, I'm getting up and going home. Like, I fell asleep, bitch. So that was, like, the most embarrassing day for myself. Yeah. Dang, that's very interesting. That's a good one. So, oh, so what's, who's your favorite hoe of all time? Describe them. <laughs> uh... Their qualities about them. He was, he was very fun to be around. Like, I'm talking about, like, um, run up on me and, like, scoop me up because, like, a big nigga football type body. Scoop me up and, like, not necessarily, like, throw to hurt me, but, like, throw me on the bed, tickle yeah. me. Like, he was just fun, like, a big-ass kid and so am I. Um, the sex was good. He was a he was a I'm I'm outside type of nigga. Come come ride with me, girl. Oh. I love that shit. I love that shit love too. Yes, nigga, girl. Like I love that he was. So I met him around um, Thanksgiving. I'm saying you know black people put the, the Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. girl. Like I had met him on November 13th, and he came up and helped my mom put up the Christmas tree. It made the hood niggas. That's so sweet. Like, oh I love the hood niggas. You know the ones, like, you know, remember they was like, I'll take a Nike sweatsuit and force this one nigga over a brunch boot nigga. I promise. That's me. That I, I like me a, a Nike sweatsuit and force this I nigga. love me. Nike. Them niggas that was raised by their granny. Oh man, those are my they favorite. Be in the trees, like they be outside, they ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause they you gotta you gotta be, you know, on your, your pins and needles, you gotta be on your toes because you never know what's gonna happen. And they probably got like 10 ops, but like it'd be so fun. And they hold doors, they know how to talk to old people. They just was outside when we was little. It's okay. I feel safe. I feel safe with you. I feel safe with you, daddy. God damn, come yes, pick me up. I Let me run safe errands with you, please. Yes, I wanna go. Give me a- <laughs> I'm just literally pass me. I'll roll your blunts for you, baby. Yeah, I, like, I, I never learned how to do that. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> um, I feel you, but you don't drink, so right? Like, or you don't smoke I, like that, right? I don't. Like, I hit the blunt, but I got the bottle. Though. I got the bottle. Exactly, and that I was like my next question. So, you are choose drinking or smoking weed? Drinking. Interesting. So, oh, would you choose head or penetration? <clears throat> Uh, you say him, head, like him giving oh. you head or him oh, penetration. Penetration for sure. Oh, okay, Edgy. So, ooh, niggas don't know how to give. Huh? That, niggas don't be know how to give head for real. I know until they do know how to give head for real. Until they do, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, I can never give up penetration. So I feel you. Um, okay, sweet or savory? 
Maybe. Um, oh, would you rather never get your nails done again or never get your hair done again? Never get my hair done again. Oh, okay, bet. Um, um, one more question. Do you have any guilty pleasures? I have so many, but I'm trying to think of like what's appropriate to say. Yeah. <laughs> Anything, um, goddamn. I mean, unless your parents gonna watch. I mean, I love y'all guys, your parents. If you um, watch or listen. What, what, like, what's our lane? I'm trying to think. We talking about food. We talking about, talking about anything. Give me one from each category, goddamn. Who <laughs> is uh, Golden Oreos with crunchy peanut butter? Oh. It's so good. It's so good. Um, sex. Uh, I'll be sorry. I'll over the place. What is a guilty pleasure with sex? Oh, like somebody spitting in your mouth or okay. I like I like to be roughed up a little bit. Like I'm without a okay. There we go. Period. Not a little bit, a lot actually. But okay. I feel that. I feel that. Man, that's why I love masculine people. Like I always Mm -hmm. be saying that, like one day I'm gonna give me like a little bad bitch or something like that, but nah I mm -mm. like I just be needing like a masculine ass person to rough me up a whole lot yeah because I end up fighting like right like I like to I I talk my shit so I need somebody that's like not yeah yeah you can tell me shut up sometimes you know Mm. even if you have to say shut the fuck up like then I'm gonna be serious I'm like exactly Man, yeah. turn me up a little bit. Make me show yeah. up and turn me the fuck. Oh man. <laughs> See, I cry in unintentional celibacy because the nigga that I am currently dealing with is not trying to give up the dick. And it's so mm, how going? Don't mm. I see I see I talked about this a little bit, uh, but uh I don't know. It's hard because I'm very used to just putting pussy on these niggas that I'm, I'm curious about. And then that's the rest is history. Have but you, this nigga is like properly courting me. Have you seen it? No. Okay. Look. Well, I'm so happy. Thank you for saying this because everybody else been on some love and light bullshit, right? So I was just telling Dominique, I am fucking scared that his that he I'm don't got no dick. <laughs> I am scared that he don't got no dick because look, <laughs> I'm scared for you, please. Like for real dog listen i've never seen it right it's like so i've kind of witnessed it because he's like a he he's in the entertainment industry um mm-hmm. and he like i've kind of seen a little something like during his work but right. i've never like i don't know the other day he had on basketball wow. shorts yeah, and yeah. i felt like his dick was tucked and it's so confusing I'm just what? trying to get dick, and now I'm saying, what's his reason? Like, what? Why we? Why are we holding oh, up? So I think he's like in love with me, low key. Like I think he like magically got morals because he think he didn't found the one type shit. And I don't know. He keeps like talking about order of operations and waiting for the right time and all this romantic shit. And granted, I don't know how to take this because I've never had this situation. Like literally, all of my relationships, my son's dad, my long relationship after that, like. These niggas were my homeboys that I was chilling with, that I put pussy on, and then they fell in love. But I've never had a situation where like somebody is properly taking me out and like 
doing all this cute shit. We confused. We 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 don't be knowing what we want. I would be the first woman to say that we do not know what we want because we be wanting all of it. Like we want the total package, and we don't realize that we can't have it because I do want you to do all those things, but sir. You got that's to. what it is yeah. like damn and this is when i start to consider the poly life because my nigga it, it's you got about like 17 and a half more days at this point that's like what it's looking like for me before I follow up because i want to know that's what i'm saying i'm so curious like bro like i'm not about to like fall for you and then the dick be terrible like or terrible no, no, like even if it's not it. terrible but like as long as there's something there to work with because like if there's nothing there to work with like i will like i'll be heartbroken like i'm actually crying thinking about it like what the fuck i'm proud for you because like now now i like you so i gotta cheat so i got like bro <laughs> like why did you put me in this situation to be the ancient ass nigga that i told yeah, you i'm trying not to I be the ass bitch they break your heart or don't break your heart because you'll never find out never and find out. yeah i didn't want to be an ancient ass bitch i promise i didn't though i'm so happy that you said that because it, literally every single person is like no don't block your blessings you're being too try it out like no i'm trying to try the dick out and then i will know if i want to invest my time bro i'm so confused yeah uh-uh. oh well i mean that being said that brings us kind of to the end of this conversation Yay. so tell me about your podcast so thank you so much for talking to me by the way this is so cute i have enjoyed you i'm so glad that we finally actually got to do this i know i was kind of a little off schedule but i am so excited and um <clears throat> very excited about what i have coming in march 2022 Woo-hoo. the podcast is going to be called tea cakes podcast um cakes is my name as she stated before and um yeah i'm just talking about all the shit y'all see i got plenty of shit to talk about and it's gonna be various topics where i just kind of um tap in on no judgment it's no judgment here we just i'm giving my opinion on the, the shit that you know i'm not gonna even say that people not talking about it but definitely like the opinions that people are scared to give you know what i'm saying like and that's why i say it's gonna be a little edgy it's gonna be exciting something new it's gonna be people that's tapped in tuned in that think they know me and they have no idea like we touching on a little bit of everything i'm talking about men sex dating friends lies church like <laughs> we we talking about it all like various topics and we going all the way in we turning it Oh, period. I love that. I cannot wait to listen. Like, especially Thank after you. talking to you, dog. I already know. I I cannot wait <laughs> to hear the thing. So where can all the people find you at? Where are you found at on the internet? As of right now, my um the platform that I use the most is Instagram. Um again, I'm I'm not super active on there. I'll be on my story a lot, but I'm trying to clean it up. So um, but you can find me at Kaylee Cakes K. That is at K-A-Y-L-I-K-A-K-E-S-K-A-Y. <laughs> Those are all my names. So a lot of people call me Kaylee. A lot of people call me Cakes. And a lot of people, like the older people in my family, call me K. So, yeah, those are my names. You know, Black people got 50 names. Man, for That's real. real. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, is there anything else that you want to leave the folks with? Anything else that you want to tell us, advice, anything, honey? What what you got to say? Well, speak? y'all will hear this very, very often, at least once a month. Um, no, sorry, at least four times a month. 
coming very soon. All I ask is that you keep it real with yourself, everybody. If you don't keep it real with nobody else, keep it real with yourself. Goddamn. I love that. I thank you so, so much again thank for you. talking to me. Oh, I cannot <laughs> wait to the motherfucking people so they can hear this and then so they can listen yeah. to your shit and just support you because I'm all about supporting black women, um, especially black women from texas um especially yes. black women from fort worth listen i fucking love your city so so much like i love your city and when i come out there we have to link up like, oh it's I lit love- it's lit it's a tequila yes, night day all day city. that day i'm so I'm down this was so fun i am so glad oh, i got this i think you are so dope i'll be on your page like oh i want to be like her <laughs> man girl same like tell your parents to adopt me like goddamn, are they looking for like an adult <laughs> child Sheesh. yes come on let's come on they, look if you and if you riding with the gang they fuck with you man oh man I'm here for words, we got to link up period oh yes, well man. thank you so so much um and yeah i will talk to you uh some other point um yeah y'all go follow her and follow all yes, the journeys man. and all the things Thank you for this opportunity. I have enjoyed talking to you. I'll let you, girl. Oh, bye-boo. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of OG Says, where I, OG Adriana, say something about something, y'all. So for today's OG Says segment, I am taking it back to the organic with OG Adriana roots. And we're we taking it to the internet memes, right? Um, Ever so often, there is a clip or a meme on the internet that or a tweet in this case that inspires me to talk to y'all niggas about something. So I'm going to read this tweet or a series of tweets word for word um, as it was like clipped out in the meme. And it says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but the I never let my disability, pain, illness, slash, etc. stop me is an ableist and harmful narrative. Sometimes chronic issues are debilitating and truly do stop you. Y'all, that is so that I'm going to read it again because I just honestly feel like first of all I didn't read it clearly, but it is such a fucking word that y'all know I talked all last week's episode about my mental health and the struggles that I was dealing with and you know how sometimes we can be fucking hard on ourselves because we expect ourselves to get to this place of healing, you know, regardless of what our illness or chronic illness may get or may be. And then we don't expect our our state, whatever our state is to decline, you know, like for me, it's been mental health. Like dog, I chronically deal with PTSD and anxiety and fucking chronic depression and all of these things. So I'm constantly having to, to, to watch myself and to figure out my triggers and to make sure that I'm not projecting these things on people. But ever so often, nigga, I, I project and I have bad fucking days and sometimes I can't get a grip on my anxiety and I spiral and spiral and spiral until I literally have no energy to do anything else. So I lay there and then get depressed because like dog, mental health, any type of chronic illness, y'all like it's chronic. Like 
the these are things that you just need to figure out how to live with and how to manage as best you can but also you have to figure out how to be gentle with yourself along the process like and y'all know I am the queen of saying gentle reminders and just ensure that you're being gentle with yourself but dog that's really important like the world is so fucking hard on us like society is fucking hard and terrible and difficult so the kindness and love that we give to ourselves is really what keeps us going you know so I'm gonna read this tweet one more time and it says I don't know who needs to hear this but the I never let my disability slash pain slash illness stop me is an ableist and harmful narrative sometimes chronic issues are debilitating and truly do stop you and OG says it is okay if your chronic illness gets to a place that you can't handle it because there are resources there is time time heals a lot of fucking things but be gentle with yourself and understand that hard times are and uh, see now i can't even talk i can't even get the fucking sentence out like literally hard times are gonna come my nigga they are going to come and figuring out ways to navigate those hard times so they do not suffocate you that that's like really all you can do and then sometimes you know just being gentle with yourself for allowing them to suffocate you you know but yeah that's all I got to say guys um I have really enjoyed this episode and talking to y'all so far so let's wrap things up guys let's talk energy and get the fuck out of here for the week all right y'all know i love to end these episodes with some sort of like energetic climate for the week to come something spiritually guided to yeah get us through our week so this week i actually pulled a very interesting card now of course i prayed and i um called in spirit um for on behalf of the collective to give us clear and precise answers you know all the spirits of benevolence all them ting right so all of that has been done but i actually pulled a card that i have never that's never popped up for me in a personal reading or anything like that um and that card is the mother of knives which resonates with the plant root and again y'all um i don't know if this goes to say but i am pulling from tiana or Tayana Lee McKillers, the Hoodoo Tarot deck. Y'all know I love and obsess and am obsessed with this deck. And I don't know, I might continue pulling one card. I might start pulling like three card spreads for the collective on the podcast, but we will just see how my relationship with yeah this deck continues to build. But yes, the mother of knives, the plant that this resonates with is Rue. The image uh, shout out to my girl Rue from euphoria by the way even though i've not watched one single episode from season two um yeah i just i have such a soft spot for rue because rue is me gone off the deep end anyways okay honey the mother of knives plant rue um the image on this card that is depicted um is the mother of knives is depicted here as a member of two prestigious secret societies the grand united order of odd fellows and the order of the eastern star in addition to the church mutual aid secret societies and fraternal and sororal organizations where the black bone or were the backbone of black american communities between the 18th and 20th centuries unlike women of races 
unlike women of other races, Black women were welcome to participate and were respected as powerful leaders and influencers of many of these organizations. Here, the mother of knives is a powerful bibliomancer who uses the Bible, honey, as a guide. Y'all know we love working with the mother... Y'all know we love to work a motherfucking Bible. A hoodoo queen can work a motherfucking Bible. Um, so the meaning of this card, the mother of knives is the archetype of the warrior queen. On the positive side, she is perceptive, analytical, fortright, witty, independent, resilient, highly intelligent, deep, and sets clear boundaries. So what this card is telling me that y'all, first of all, Pisces season, gang, gang, Um, y'all know I am, well, maybe y'all don't know, but I am a sidereal Pisces moon, very, very much so. Um, I'm just so damn watery, but yeah, Pisces season, this is the time for us to tap in to our intuition. Pisces are very intuitive. Pisces are very psychic by nature. Um, Pisces season cause on us to care for our like feet area Pisces is ruled is ruled by the feet and so care for your feet and care for the way that you are walking throughout life but also care for your spiritual hygiene to make sure that your intuition is on point I feel that the mother of knives came up today specifically as um Pisces season is beginning because it's kind of she's telling us to step into our motherfucking power like it's kind of like now or never it feels like right now is the time where community is definitely something that is necessary however leading becoming natural leaders of your pods of your communities um women especially stepping into their fucking leadership bag like literally i understand that the patriarchy has taught us that this society is male dominated and that women are not capable of leaders. But if we look at our ancestors, honey, if we look at our ancestors in the natural order of the energetic universe, right? Pussy power, period. That's like really what it is. So women, especially if you're a woman, um, listening to this dog, step into your power, um, step into that intuition, um, really, really lean into the energy of discernment and getting your discerning energy super fucking on point strengthen up those boundaries so that you know you're not susceptible to spiritual warfare or anything having to do or anything underneath the umbrella of spiritual warfare but do i guess prepare to step into your power more so than actually stepping into your power and living out your full potential prepare set those motherfucking boundaries get the education that you need do the learning that you need to learn um discernment is fucking key um and understand where in life you are meant to lead i feel like i said a whole bunch of words and it I hope it all correlated and made sense because everything that I said definitely made sense in my brain. Um, this is definitely spirit speaking through me right now, honey, because I am tired as fuck and ready to get this episode out to y'all. But that being said, y'all, I guess that brings us to the end. I actually have nothing else to say. Um, I am very thankful as per usual for y'all listening to my podcast. Um, again, very big mother fucking shout out to Kaylian, aka cakes aka kk who aka the host of the podcast coming march 2021 called tea cakes um 
clothing line owner, fucking cosmetology, a dope ass nail art, nail tech. You know, like shout the fuck out to KK for real for coming through for yeah for for just chopping it up with your girl we talked about a bunch of interesting dope things if you want to find her you can follow her on instagram at let me oh at k-a-y-l-i-k-a-k-e-s-k-a-y so it's like kaylee cakes k kaylee cakes k right um so i'm sure i will have that posted somewhere but yeah i appreciate y'all definitely follow me on the things at og adriana on instagram at og adriana underscore on twitter and you can also follow this podcast instagram for aesthetic things and updates and stuff like that at organic with og um but that being said honey it is time to go i am ready to drink some beverages aka some simply lemonade and some spring water and smoke some cannabis and take my black ass to sleep so until next week y'all have a good one um i hope this episode helped you learn something and think about the ways in which you're being mindful and practicing authenticity and healing and all that shit in your own personal life but now i'm just rambling um so bye bye guys (laughs)